Yes. Genesis chapter 1, reading from verses 26. Let's give me in the New King James. Genesis 1. In the name of Jesus. Shall we read one go? Mm hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now, I want you to follow me. Let's stay there. The Bible says that, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. So, man was created in the image of who? Man was created in the image of who? So, some of you look at certain men. You look at them and say, you look like a goat. This one, your face. That means you are abusing God. Are you hearing me? If you can say that a human being looks like an animal because the person was made in the image of who? Yes. He says, go in the image of God created he, he male and female created he. Now the word created, I want you to follow me because I'm doing some important teachings that I need you to follow. The word created here is the Hebrew word bara. Somebody say bara. Now bara means to form something out of nothing. In other words, Elohim, the word used there for God is Elohim. Elohim bara formed man out of nothing. And he formed male and female. He created man according to Genesis 1:27. Man was created, and male and female, he created what? Them. Now we go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 4. I'm walking you into a journey, and I just want you to catch up. And maybe I may continue next week because I will try and make it short. Uh-huh. Shall we read one? Go Genesis 2:4. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 For the Lord had not caused it to rain, shall we all read, on the earth, and there was no man to till. Now, we read from the chronology of things that God created man. He did not just created, create man. He created male and female. And the Hebrew word we saw there was God created, barad man. Now we come to Genesis chapter 2. After we hear that man has been created. And we hear that God had no caused it to rain on the earth. Because there was no man to till the ground. Everything else, plans, everything was created. And we hear that God had no cause it to rain on the earth because there was no physical being to till the ground. So my question is, where was the man God said he had created, the male and female he created? Are you following me? 
He says, for God had not caused it to rain on the earth. Keep the scripture on the screen. For, for God, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth and there was no man to till the ground. Now verse 6. So man was not appeared. Was not physically present even though man was created. Are you following me? Walk me a journey and you will understand. Now, the Bible said, but a mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the earth. Uh-huh. And the Lord God did what? Formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And what happened? And man became a living being. Now watch this. In Genesis 1.27, God created man. In Genesis 2 verse 7, God formed man. They are two different things. Now, the Hebrew word used here is yasar, which literally means to physically put pieces together and produce something. So, if God created man in Genesis 1.27 and he comes to Genesis 2 verse 4 and forms man, God was trying to teach us something. Now, in Genesis 1.27, even though man was created, man was not formed. Are you following me? For God to physically produce man here on the earth, he had to take the dust of the ground and physically mold man. Are you following me? God was trying to teach us a lesson that in this earth, thank you Holy Spirit, for anything to be formed, it must first be created. You are not catching it. Now, when man was created in Genesis 1.27, man was not in physical existence. Man was created in the spirit. Man existed in another realm called the spirit realm. But man was not physically here in existence. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Now, for God to physically bring man from the spirit now to physically make man appear, he has to now put man physically together and produce man. Hear me. For anything to be physically produced here in the earth realm, it must first be created in the spirit. Are you following me now? Are you getting me? For even you, that is how you appeared here. So for anything to happen here for you, it must first be created in the spirit. And how do you create it in the spirit? You create it in the spirit through prayer. Are you hearing me? So your prayer is the vehicle that transports what is in the spirit into the physical. If you want to go to Uganda right now, how do you go? You use a means of what? Isn't it? Hello? I want you to communicate. I said, if you want to go to Uganda, what do you do? You must use a flight or go by road. Isn't it? You cannot teleport from here and appear in Uganda. It doesn't happen physically. In the same way for that which God has said concerning you in the spirit. To appear here in the physical. You must use a means of transport. And the means of transporting things from the spirit is prayer. So you create. If you want to form anything here on the earth. You must have the capacity to create it. How? Spiritually. Through the spirit. And that is why some of you, 
God can declare a word concerning you. The word looks good. You can see promises of God. Prophecies concerning you. Those prophecies are hanging in that realm called the spirit. They have not physically happened. So the vehicle, the means by which that which God has said concerning you to physically appear here is through prayer. Now when you read 2 Corinthians chapter 14 verses 2. The first Corinthians or second Corinthians? Give me first Corinthians 14. First Corinthians 14, 2. First Corinthians chapter 14, verses 2. Uh-huh. Shall we read one go? He says, For he who speaks in an unknown tongue, no man understands him. For however in the spirit, he speaks what? He speaks what? He speaks what? He says, for he who prays, the word speaks there, it talks about praise. Now, he, now, Apostle Paul was trying to teach the people on the, the power of praying in tongues. And now the Bible says, it says, for he who speaks in an unknown tongue or prayed in an unknown tongue, speaks not to man back to God. However in the realm called the spirit, he is speaking what? Mysteries. Now when you begin to pray, there is prayer is done in this realm called the earth realm or the physical realm. See the physical realm. Now the earth exists in two main realms. The physical realm which is this realm and the spiritual realm which is the other realm. The spiritual realm is the realm you don't see with your physical eyes. Now, when you begin to pray, you are here in the physical. But that prayer transposed to another realm called the spirit realm. And in that realm, it is mysteries. It is bringing things in alignment to fulfill in your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So, your prayer creates things in the spirit. Your prayer transposes things that God has already declared concerning you from the spirit into the physical. Say, for he that prays, just remove the word speaks in tongue with prayer. Yeah? Say, he who prays does not to speak to man. When you are praying, are you speaking to man? Who are you speaking to? Yeah, he who prays does not speak to man, but to God. No man may understand what you are doing. There are some people when you are in prayer, they don't understand. Oh, why are you praying like a madman? Why, why are you going to church too much? No, they don't understand. Because you see, your family is not your family. The witches tormenting you are not the people is tormenting them. Your destiny is not your destiny. So they may not make sense why you are praying like you are praying. Because if they knew where God is taking you through that prayer, they will even pray more than you. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, for he who prays does not speak to man but to God. No man may understand him. However, in the realm of the spirit, he's speaking mysteries. Why? The mysteries are aligning the person here in the earth realm with what God has already declared in the spirit. Are you understanding it? So that is why it is so important to pray. Why? Your prayer transports that which is on the mind of God here in the physical. Let me tell you one thing. Every morning seven we are here. We are praying. Let me ask you. Am I the senior pastor of this church? I can choose not to come. Isn't it? 
I can choose to assign somebody to be praying here every morning with you. And the ministry will still go on. Nothing will really change. But I don't come here because I want to pray for you. Don't make that mistake. Are you hearing me? Me also, I need what? Prayer for myself. Oh, really? So I wake up at 5 a.m. just to come here because I want to pray for you. Every day. My friend. Nalai. Yes, I pray for you in my prayer. But I am not here every day. No, let me tell you. Because it is my responsibility to pray for you. But I cannot do Monday to Friday just for you. No. So that one, so that means five hours every day for you. So what will happen to me? I also pray for myself. In my praying for you, I also pray for myself. If I pray 20 minutes for myself, 40 minutes for other people. Amen? Maybe I don't mention your name. Don't worry. I mentioned the entire Grace Arena. As long as you come here, I mention everybody. But there are some people I mention their names in prayer. Because I can't forget them. Hello? Let me tell you. There is a corporate prayer I will make for you. And for everybody that comes into this auditorium. But me as the head of the ministry, I also need prayer for myself. Are you getting my point? Yes, because if I am not there, none of you will be here. You are not here because just because you want to serve God. You are here because of the grace that is upon my life. So I need to keep myself first and then keep you. The Bible says strike the shepherd and the flock will scatter. When in case I am not well, and God forbid I am in the hospital, some of you will not come for Kesha. It doesn't matter who is preaching. Are you getting the point? So I need to first pray for myself, and then I pray for you. Are you getting me? Yeah. So in our prayer, we align ourselves with what heaven has ordained for us. Are we together? Yeah, so prayer is one of the most, prayer is the only thing God said we should do without ceasing. Everything else we are supposed to do in moderation, the only thing we are not supposed to do in moderation is prayer. So when you pray, you are aligning yourself with the promises and the prophecies heaven has ordained for you to manifest. The other day, Apostle Paul said to his son Timothy, he said, Timothy, because of the prophecies that has gone ahead of you, wage war. He said, because, First Timothy 1.18, he says, because there are prophecies on your head, you must wage war. And that is why sometimes it is so sad. You see a young man, intelligent, smart, with a great destiny. And they are just fooling around, messing their life around. Why? Because they don't know they carry destiny. Are you getting me? Now, I want you to give me, we're going to read this scripture in three different versions. Now, let's read this version. One, go. Mm hmm Mm -hmm. Now, read it again like you know what you are reading. One go.
He says, this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, because of the prophecies that has gone ahead of you, you need to wage war. Do you know why you need to pray more? You need to pray more because there are prophecies on your head. Are you getting me? Forget about who, care, who, who doesn't come to church, who is not praying. Because they don't possibly, they are not going anywhere. But for you, because of the fact that you carry destiny, you are going somewhere. You cannot afford not to pray. He said, this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, because of the prophecies that has gone ahead of you, you should by them wage good warfare. Give me impassioned translation. Shall we read one go? So, Timothy, my son, I am entrusting you with this one. Tell your neighbor, my neighbor, you are being entrusted with responsibility. This day, and the responsibilities in keeping with the first prophecies that were spoken over your life. You see, pr prophecy is not for entertainment. Somebody tell you, oh, you're going to become the next CEO of your company. Oh, you're going to become this. You're going to become this. Your wedding is going to happen. This. No, it is not to entertain you. Prophecy is to bring you to a place of responsibility. Did you hear what I said? It's to bring you to a place of what? Responsibility. It should actually make you more careful. Why? Because before the prophecy came, the devil didn't know what was going to become of you. So the battles against you will be minimal. But the moment the prophecy comes out, the battles against you will be more. Why? Because now the devil has an idea of what is going to happen to you, where you are headed. So they will fight you even more. Are you getting me? He says, I am entrusting you this responsibility in keeping with the first prophecies that were spoken over your life. And now, in the process of the fulfillment of this one. Now, Timothy was a pastor, so he put great work of ministry. You put your profession there or whatever it is that the prophecy has said. In the process of fulfillment of your marriage, in the process of fulfillment of your ministry, in the process of fulfillment of your career, in the process of fulfillment of that which God wants to fulfill in your life. Are you hearing me? You need to wage war. Tell your neighbor, you need to wage war. Because there are people who had great prophecies but died before their prophecies. There are people who had great prophecies but none of the prophecies manifested. Not because the prophecy was false. The prophecy was true. But they did not have the capacity and the competence to work on the prophecy to make it come to pass. Somebody say the capacity and the competence. Say it again. Capacity, competence. Capacity, competence. Again, capacity. What do I mean by capacity? Number one, when God gave Joseph a prophetic word uh, in his father's house, Joseph had a revelation. And Joseph had a revelation. The revelation was he's going to become great, the greatest person in his family. Now, Joseph with that revelation needed capacity build himself up, build his gifting up so that the same gifting and the capacity he had built would help him get to where God has ordained him to get to. And for you to build capacity, God allows you to go through process. Somebody say the process. 
God allows you to go through wrong places, funny, funny areas, and all those is building what? Capacity within you. For the great thing that God has said to manifest, capacity needs to be built. Number two, competences. In the process of Joseph going to the prison, he sharpened his prophetic skill. He sharpened his, his gift. And then that gifting, that competence he learned in the prison, made him, took him to where? The palace. Are you getting me? So when prophecy comes upon your life and you work on the prophecy, you build capacity. And then now you build your skill, your competence, and everything that you need to help you get there. See, you, you can be given the best prophecy of a sword. But if you don't build your capacity to help you get to, that, to the fulfillment of that prophecy and you don't build your, your competence, you may not get there. Because when a prophecy is given, four things happen. Write it down. Every prophecy is conditional. I didn't say some. I mean every prophecy. It's what? And then I shouted, every prophecy is what? Again, every prophecy is what? It is not automatic. That because God said it, it will happen. There are so many things God said it will happen. They didn't happen at the time that it was supposed to happen. It was delayed because man did not have the capacity to watch it to manifest at the time God wanted it to manifest. Number one, when a prophecy is given, number one, it can be fulfilled. So the word comes and it is fulfilled. Number two, when a prophecy is given, it can be contaminated. Where there is a distortion in the prophecy. Let me give you an example. God said you, you shall grow. You shall own an estate. Now you grew up, you started life and you have bought a, an apartment. You feel you, are, you have arrived. No, that is not what God wanted you to have. There is something bigger for you. But because you feel you have arrived and you got something that looks like a, 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 a blessing, you have arrived. Like Israel, when Israel left Egypt and the Bible said they went, they got to Horeb, they, they plateaued. They didn't desire to move again. Why? They felt like they have arrived. Hello? Yeah, why? Because they were no longer in bondage any longer. So they felt like, oh, I've gotten it. I mean, we need to, we, we are okay. We need to settle. But ladies and gentlemen, never be comfortable in your captivity. Did you hear what I said? Never be comfortable in your captivity. The fact that the captivity looks comfortable doesn't mean that is what God has ordained for you. I pray for your life. Anything heaven has ordained for you, I decree and declare, may it come to pass. I said, may it come to pass. The louder your amen, the greater the fulfillment of your prophecy. I said, may your prophecies come to pass. If you are here, shout, I receive it. Your prophecy shall not be contaminated. Your prophecy shall not be contaminated. Your prophecy shall not be contaminated. If you are here, shall I receive it? You say, you see, hear me. So when you receive a prophecy, it can be fulfilled. That is when ah, people come in, the papa declared this and it has happened. Papa said this will happen and it has happened. Yeah, it's that one. You, you are, you've got grace and things manifest here at this altar. But if you are not careful, your prophecy can be what? Contaminated. Where you are, you are living below the level God wanted you to be. She puts your hand on your head. Say in the name of Jesus. Every prophetic word of my life shall not be contaminated. 
God said you are going to become the pastor of a mega church. You have some funny small people and people are calling you papa, papa, so you feel like you have arrived. Hey. I went to London and they were telling me, hey, prof, now your sons in London, these days, all of them have sons and daughters. So my, my pastors, they, they also have their sons, so they are also papa, because now the boss is not around, so I'm like, wow, enjoy your papa see. Hear me? So prophecy can be what? Contamin Number three, prophecy can be delayed. Say delayed. Imagine you were supposed, some of you, your, prof your prophecy was you were supposed to be married in 2023. Maybe the enemy has delayed it to 2026. The devil is a liar. Even Jehovah God himself gave a prophecy to Abraham, his best friend. It was delayed for how many years? 30 years. God said, now God said, I, I'm not missing. He says, for surety. God, imagine God promising. It's more like he's, he's, he's saying, I'm, 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 I'm not swearing. There's this thing we normally say. Um, it's a promise. I'm making a promise. He said, for surety. That is in Genesis 1. Genesis chapter 15. 15, 13. Yeah? Give me Genesis 15. Genesis 15, verses 13. Genesis chapter 15, verses 13. Now read it, one go. Now, who is here? Who is speaking here? Now, who is speaking there? Now, let's take it in the Amplified so that you actually see God said. In the Amplified, the New King James says he said. Amplified says God said. Read it, one go. Who said to Abraham? Who said to Abraham? Uh huh. Read one go. Now the Bible says, God said to this is God giving a prophecy. Say, God said to Abraham, Know your descendants will be strangers, living temporarily in a land that is not theirs, where they will be enslaved and oppressed for how many years? This is God giving a prophecy. Next verse. Uh -huh. But on that nation whom your descendants will serve, I will bring what? After that, they will come out uh -huh, with what? Now, let me say this in person. Anytime God allows you to go through any bondage, you come out with a great possession. Did you hear what I said? This scripture was the first time ever that God's people went into captivity and God actually knew, number one, they will go. So what you are going through, it is not surprising to God. Before they went into captivity, he already prophesied it. Before your affliction came, he already knew. Hello? Shake your neighbor a little and say, neighbor. Before it happened, he knew. Now he says, but the Bible says, God said, he says, I'm, I'm giving the scripture, but on the nation whom they shall serve, uh, take me back to the verse 13. So God said, for, know for surety that your descendants will go into captivity for 400 years. They will live in a stranger's land for 400 years. So God knew, number one, they are going to go into captivity. Number two, God knew how long they are going to go into captivity for. Are you listening to me? That means that God has an idea of how long your captivity will be. Are you getting me? 
So your captivity is going to be maybe for one year, for two years, for three years. I pray for you. May your captivity not elongate beyond the exact time God has said. Are you getting my point? So God knew you were going to captivity number one. God knew that you are going to be there for a certain period of time. One year, two years, three months, six months. Uh -huh. Next point. He says, they shall be in a land for 400 years. God knows the time. And but now, he says, after you have been there, you shall come out with great possession. Shout in the name of Jesus. The way you are shouting this thing is either you are sleeping, and if you sleep under this anointing, that means the devil is stealing your prophecy. Slowly, 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 slowly. So find a way. You should rather stand up and start walking around if you feel sleepy. Shout in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare after this affliction, I come out with a great possession. I come out with a great possession. I come out with a great possession. In the name of Jesus. After you are fleshing, you shall come out with a great possession. I said you shall come out with a great possession. If you are here, shout, I receive it. Yes. And then, and then, and, and then, and then, let, let's go back. So God said, take me back. for surety, your, your descendants will be in a shrine that is not there for 400 years. Now take me back to, um, to um, 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 Exodus chapter 40, verses 12. Exodus 4, 0, verses 12. Now, God said you are going to be in the land for 400 years. Now, let's hear what happened. Sorry. 12, Exodus chapter 12, verses 40. Sorry. 12, 12, 12, 40. Now, read one go. Four hundred and what? So imagine this is not Prophet David giving a prophecy. Ah, why is the prophecy delayed? No, no. This is God gave a prophecy. He said four hundred years. It ended up to be four hundred and what? So did the first question you should ask yourself here is that number one. So didn't God know that it is going to be four hundred and thirty? So why did He say four hundred? And he didn't just say 400. Me, what blows my mind? Where God says no for surety. Certainly. He says, I am sure. He used those words. And it still ended up to be 400. Not 402. 402 years, maybe 401. Maybe for extra 30 years of delay. This is Jehovah God giving a word. Can I pray for you? That means that every prophecy that comes upon your life can be delayed. Even if God comes to your house and give it to you direct. I make a prayer over your life. No prophecy of yours shall be delayed. Your prophetic word shall not be delayed. Your prophetic word shall not be denied. Your prophecy shall be fulfilled. It 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 shall be fulfilled. In the name of Jesus. Imagine. Maybe you are supposed to be the next CEO next year. And he's delayed for until four years time. Say the devil is a liar. Every prophecy on my head. Shall not be delayed. In the name of Jesus. Sit down. And the only way you make it not to be delayed is do what Paul told Timothy. Pray. Not just pray. Wage war. Give me the scripture again in, 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 in passion. First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.18 to 19. I want you to listen to the way passion translation puts it. First Timothy 1.18 to 19. 
I want us to read it again. One go. Read, everybody read it. If your neighbor is sleeping, you can slap them easily. One go. One go. Uh-huh. This one. I told you prophecies for what? Responsibility. Prophecies should bring you to a place of responsibility. And not to be riding around to your relatives. Ah, me, I'm, I'm going to get married. The prophecy has come. No. It brings you to prayer. And responsibility. Uh-huh. I am entrusting you with this one. In keeping with the first prophecies that were spoken over your life. Uh-huh. And that now in the process of the... Uh-huh. I say remove work of ministry and put your thing there. Whatever. In this great work of career, in this great work of your marriage, whichever thing that the prophecy concerns. Uh-huh. In keeping with the prophecy spoken... Now, let's continue to the second part. With this encouragement, use your prophecies as what? As what? As what? It says, use your prophecies as weapons and wage spiritual warfare. Not use your prophecies as entertainment. Use the prophecy as a weapon and wage war. Ah, me, I've been prophesied to you. You are priding around, my friend. Even God prophesied it delayed. He says, with this encouragement, give me the scripture. I want you to screenshot this and remind yourself every day. He says, with this encouragement, use your prophecies as weapons as you wage spiritual warfare by what? By what? By what? By faith, wage spiritual warfare by faith. Because there are people who do not believe in your prophecy. Oh, you don't know. He said, for there are many who reject these virtues. And are now destitute of true faith. They rejected the fact that they needed to wage war. They are now poor. They rejected the fact that they needed to engage in battle. They have now become poor. I pray for you. May you not fail because of their prophetic word concerning you. In the name of Jesus. So prophecy can be what? Can be delayed. Even if God comes to your house and gives you. it can, Because all prophecies are conditional. Number four. And that is the painful, the most painful bit. Prophecies can be aborted. Where you are, it miscarries. It does not happen at all. I make a prayer over your life. That may your prophecy not be aborted. I say, may your prophecy not be aborted. I say, may your prophecy not be aborted. If you are here, shall I receive? And number five, let me add this one too. Prophecy can be changed. And that is the most painful thing. So even if they give you a, false, a, a, a bad prophecy, you declare, I change it. When God gave a prophecy concerning Hezekiah, that Hezekiah, get ready, you are going to die. Hezekiah said, Papa God, me, I'm not dying. Change it. And God changed it. I don't know who has been given a bad prophecy. Can I declare over your life? 
We change every bad prophecy from your life. In the name of Jesus. Every wrong prophecy, I declare it is overturned. We overturn. We overturn. Hear this. It is not the responsibility of the prophet to make sure your prophecy comes to pass. Did you hear what I said? No, it is not your prophet's responsibility because your prophet is just a messenger. Say a messenger. No, let me give you an example. If you send a messenger to someone, a message to someone, and the person does not act in accordance with the message, did you send your message? Yes. Did the person act? No. If the person refused to act, it is not your responsibility, your part you played. Now, let me make somebody prophesy. Who want to prophesy right now? Yes. You want to prophesy? Anybody that want to prophesy? Or you don't want to prophesy? Huh? Okay. Pastor Joshua, come. Let me make Pastor Joshua prophesy. Now, Pastor Joshua, I am going to make him prophesy right now. Are you getting me? Let's assume I am God and he is a prophet and I am sending him to someone to deliver a message. Now, if I send him to the person to deliver the message, he is not, it is, he is just a channel. Prophecy is not anything strange. The only thing is that, the only advantage I have here is I can hear, you cannot hear. That's the only difference. You are deaf in the spirit. Me, my ears are open. I can hear. So that is the only difference. Somebody said that's the only difference. And I can see some things. You cannot see some things. That is the only difference. Are you getting me? Yeah. So if I speak to him. And I can use anybody at all to prophesy. Because I am hearing God. He has not heard. So what God tells me, I tell him. Is that difficult? You hear something and you go and say. Is that difficult? It's not difficult. It's very easy. The only problem is how now to hear and how to see. The reason you know why God has, God is not allowing you to see because you, if you see, you kill all your the village, the people in your village. When you get angry, hey, we were doing school of prophets the other day, and then one guy says he wants to. I ask, why do you want to become a prophet? He says he want to go and punish somebody. Now, I'm giving you a word. Uh-huh. Second row will be where? That row. So who the second person? So what did I tell you? Us. Uh-huh. So continue the prophecy. Okay. Okay. Come again. Come and collect more, more prophecy. <laughs> No, is that difficult? 
So all the men are all your brothers. So prophets, come. Have you seen his prophesying? Good. So he's hearing and he's what? Repeating. But by the hand of God, it is aborted. So now, he has prophesied right now. So we, I can go to the next person. Are you getting me? He hears, he declares. He hears, he declares. He hears, he declares. Now he becomes prophet Joshua. Are you getting me? So anybody here, I can even pick that young man there. Anybody and tell you. And as I speak, as long as your ears are sensitive. Thank you, sir. And you are able to hear, you can be able to what? Speak and declare the mind of God. But now, when prophecy is given, like there is a, there is a prophecy I gave in um, a church some years ago in, uh, here in, in, in Nairobi. And I entered the church and I called the woman and I said, the Lord is ministering to me. She was barren. You are going to conceive. In, in she, the whole church got excited. And six months later, I come back and I called her and I said, woman, I had forgotten that she was the person I had prophesied to. I said, the Lord is ministering to me. You are going to get promotion. What is your name? She, she mentioned. In the microphone says, prophet, but the, six months ago you said I will conceive. I have not conceived. And she said it in the microphone. So the whole church went quiet. So I lifted up my eyes to the heavens and the Lord told me from the day I prophesied to her, her and the husband they sleep in separate rooms. So I called the husband and said man, sir, come. Imagine the wife was seated here. The husband was seated who called far, 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 far. So I called the husband. I says, sir, come here. Do you know this woman? He says, yes. Who is she to you? He says, that's my wife. He says, when did I give your wife a prophecy? She said, in April. Say, which month are we in? She says, in September. I think around there. He says, okay. Now, from the time I gave the prophecy, the Lord is ministering to me. You people have been sleeping in separate rooms. Is that true? She says, yes. I said, madam, so if you sleep in separate rooms, how do you want this prophecy to be fulfilled? You are telling me the prophecy has not been fulfilled. But from that time, you are sleeping in one room, the other is sleeping in the other room. Prophecy should bring you to a place of responsibility. Act. Go and get pregnant tonight. And guess what? They went that night, slept together, and they got pregnant. Hear me and hear me well, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't matter who declares a word over you. If you don't act on the word, forget it. Are we together? So you know how to manifest your word. Somebody say, manifest my word. 
So it says, use the prophecies as what? Weapons and do what? Wage war against the enemy so that your prophecy shall be fulfilled. For there are many who do not believe in these virtues. So they end up as destitutes. I pray for you. Are you ready to wage war for your prophecy? I said, are you ready to wage war for your prophecy? I said, are you ready to wage war for your prophecy? Be upstanding. Be upstanding. Now, give me Joshua chapter 21, verses 43 to 45. The scripture we have been using for the whole week. Give me New King James. Joshua chapter 21. Shall we read one go? No, no, no. Verse 43. Joshua 21, 43. Shall we read one go? Now it says, The Lord gave Israel all the land which he had sworn to their. Say, The Lord gave me every promise he has said concerning my life. And I took possession of it. Yes, the Lord gave Israel all the land which he has sworn to their fathers, and they took possession of it and did what? And dwelt in it. Next verse. Read one, go. Uh huh. The Lord gave them rest all around according to what? All, according to all that he had sworn to their. And not a man of their enemies stood against them. Can I tell you something? God can give you a word. And no enemy can refute it. Are you hearing me? No enemy can stand up against you. As long as they will try but it shall not prevail. That's what it is. No, none, no enemy was able to stand up against them. For the Lord delivered all their enemies into their... Into their... Into their... Can I tell you something? God will deliver your enemies into your hands. I said the Lord will deliver your enemies into your hands. The Lord will deliver your enemies into your hands. If you are here, shout, I receive it. Anybody that will try to fight you because of the prophecies on your head, may God deliver them to your hands. I said may God deliver them to your hands. I said may God deliver them to your hands. I said may God deliver them to your hands. I said, may God deliver them to your hands. If you are here, shall I receive? Ne last verse. Not, shall we read one go? No, no, hold on, hold on. Every one of us, read the last verse. Even if you are sleeping, wake up and read the last one. One go. All came to pass. Did you hear that? Now remove Israel and put your name there. Not a word failed of all the good things the Lord has spoken to David. All came to pass. All did what? All did what? I prophesy over your life. All the promises of God shall come to pass. It 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 shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. He says, not a word failed. 
I know prophecies can fail, but for you, your prophecies cannot fail. In this house, no prophecy shall fail. I said, in this house, no prophecy shall fail. If you are here, shall I receive it? See, one of the greatest prophecies is not the one you normally hear from the prophet. It's the one God tells you himself. Did you hear what I said? The greatest prophecies is the one God tells you himself. In fact, prophecies from a prophet is supposed to confirm what God has spoken concerning you. So when you receive a prophecy from anyone and it does not align with what you have received from the Lord, you can reject it. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, you can reject any prophecy. Why? Because prophecies are conditional. If it doesn't align with what you have been told by God yourself, you can reject it. You are about to pray. You are lifting up your voice today. That may Jehovah God activate a manifestation. Now, tonight is one of those nights I don't want you to joke with your prayer life. Because we are a prophetic church. So you need such messages to know. That the fact that you have received a prophecy does not mean you should go and, and sleep and drink tea and coffee. Are you hearing me? You should come to the place of what? Responsibility and engage in warfare. You are lifting up your voice. That Father, let the word concerning me come to pass. Let the word. Someone say, Papa, a prophet. I don't know any word. God, I have never received a prophecy. The prophecy you, have, you are receiving is this. God says he has great plans for you. So those great plans, let them come to pass. Are you hearing me? If you have never been given a prophecy, I am giving you one right now. And the prophecy is, God has great plans for your life. Great things, may it come to pass. You are declaring that may it come to pass. Are you ready to pray? <laughs> Shout in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare. Every prophetic word concerning my life I declare a manifestation a manifestation a manifestation come on lift up your voice Apala bajuada da branta, rapa pali abadoska da batara, salala da branta li abakoswata, rapa pali abashona da batara, elelelelska da badua antariata, rapa pali abalua ajoniata, salala la 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 kajuata, rapa pali asalala branta, rapeli abapali antara. Alalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal
you see, there is another version of you. Somebody say a new version. You see, your phone, after a few months, they come and say, update the software. So the software is updated. Even the software on mobile phones, they come with new versions. There is a version of you eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. It has not entered into the house of men. What God has prepared for those that love him. Can I tell you something? There is a dimension of you no man has seen. There is a dimension of you nobody ever would ever think you would get there. And make a prayer over your life. That dimension of you, let it come out. 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 He says, but eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. It has not entered into the heart of any man. The things that God has prepared for those that love him. Madudikatias. Anything heaven has prepared for you, I make a prayer over your life. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. You will not fall short of your prophetic destiny. You will not fall short of your prophetic destiny. If you are here, shall I receive it? Hear me. God is about to do something big in your life. He says, Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. It has not entered into the house of men. The things that God has prepared for who? For me. Say for me, for me, for me, for me. The, 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 the way God is going to make you, nobody can fathom. If they knew the real you, they would have connected with you long time. Yes. I told you on Sunday that God hides greatness in what? In mystery. God hides greatness in Mosterion in such a way so that he, people don't usually figure you out. He, he hides greatness in mess. Oh, they look at you. All they see is the mess. All they see is the negativities around you. All they see is the fact that you didn't go to school. All they see is the fact that nothing is working in your life right now. All they see is the negativities. But within that is a hidden greatness. The Bible says when the Messiah was born, he was put in swaddling clothes. Jesus was wrapped in rocks. Within the rocks was a great man. Within the rocks around you that everybody is talking about, is something bigger than their eyes can see. The reason why God is making them leave you, they see your rocks, they leave you. They see your deaths, they leave you. They see the bad things around you, they leave you is coming see god will make all of them leave so that when the greatness come out you will know the ones that were for you the ones that were for you the one there are some people they know all your mess but they still chose to stay with you they still chose to support you they still chose to be there for you why because it is not about what good thing about you or what bad thing is around you it is just a commitment that they have chosen whether you are in debt whether you are broke whether you are suffering whether you are scandalous whatever it is we are here to make sure you win i pray that may god give you people like that people like that may god give you people that shall be committed to you in the mighty name of jesus you are lifting up your voice father in the midst of my rags let the messiah in me come out in the midst of the negativities i walk into my prophetic destiny 
I walk into my prophetic destiny. I walk into my prophetic destiny. I walk into my prophetic destiny. You are declaring nothing shall interfere with the will of God concerning your life. Are you hearing me? It says, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a imagine he was in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn Jesus was in a manger he was sleeping in a stinking dirty place I know all they see is the stinking dirty thing around you but a time will come they will know that of a truth Jehovah was with you that the God of Grace Arena is working Today I was studying something in the afternoon and, uh, and then uh, and it blew my mind. Why God made Elijah go and hide behind the brook cherub? Because I actually studied and did a research and I realized that um, the, a brook is just a small tiny river. It's not like a big river. There was famine but Elijah was by a small river but the brook never dried up. Other rivers dried up but the little river never dried up. It doesn't matter where big or small God is. As long as you remain there, you shall never dry up. It didn't look big, but that was where God sent him. God never sent him to the ocean. God didn't send him to the river. It was just a brook, a little stream, a little stream. But that sustained him until God sent him away from there. This place may not be the biggest church in the city. But this is your book. Are you getting what I'm saying? It may not be the biggest church in the city, but this is your brook. As long as you can stay by the brook, you shall see the greatest glory of God concerning your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, we are not the biggest because we just began. Some people are 20 years, so if they are big, it's fine. But by the time we are five, oh my God greater grace shall speak are you hearing what i'm saying you are lifting up your voice that may god order your steps so that you don't miss your prophetic destiny did you hear what i said may god do what order your steps it is not about what you desire or may god just order your steps have you done some things and you look and say why did i do this yeah may jehovah god take absolute control over your entire being that you do what he wants you to do Say in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare, Oh Lord, order my steps, order my steps to fulfill my purpose, to fulfill my prophetic destiny. Every word you have spoken concerning my life, Father, order my steps to fulfill it, to fulfill it, to fulfill it. Come on, lift up your voice. Kada baswata, ala batada da baswata, ele bratele apa, ala la kasoa, abratele asoa, ele le 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 se de 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 ya, ia prados kala la brata, atalia baba prados kala la brata, ele le 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 skatoria, ele le 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 le, ala batadia apa. Rada da da ba shola la la la, aleya aloya adua azaya, epali asaria ta. Rada da 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 ba shone, eshali apaya, 
Father, order my steps, O Lord. Let me fulfill your will. Order my steps, O Lord. Lead me the way I should go. Order my steps, O Lord. Lead me to the places I should go. Order my steps, O Lord. divine purpose divine counsel in the name of Jesus everything God has purposed concerning my life I declare it has come to pass I pull every prophecy from the spirit into the physical in the name of Jesus I declare let the word be fulfilled in Jesus name Amen. Amen. Now you are taking, you are declaring. As God is ordering your steps. You see, prophecy, every prophetic word.
aligns with people. David became a king because Saul, because Samuel anointed him. Every person that ever fulfilled prophecy, God brought people to align with them to make the prophecy be fulfilled. Joseph would have never become a prime minister if if not for the fact that the butler, the baker was mentioned his name before the king. May somebody mention your name for your prophecy to be fulfilled. Amen. In the name of Jesus, whoever needs to align with you to make your prophetic word be fulfilled, you are declaring divine alignment. Shall divine alignment. See, a board meeting may be going on. One person may mention your name and it can change everything. Are you hearing me? One person may mention your name and it can change everything. Everything. We are looking for a new CEO. We think this person will be the best. They mention your name. We, this person will be the best candidate for this position. You are lifting up your voice. Father, align me with the right people. Let me tell you, it doesn't matter the word you carry if you don't surround yourself with the right people. You are also praying for your relatives, your brother, your sister, your son, your daughter. The Father, align them with the right people. Some of you, your children are frustrated because they have the wrong people telling them the wrong things. But you are lifting up your voice. You are declaring, Father, align me with the right people. To make my prophecy be fulfilled, align my family with the right people. Align my children with the right people. Some of you, there is somebody that just needs to align with you and the game will change. Father, align me. Align me. Align me. Align me. Align, me. align, me. align, me. align my children. Align my brothers. Align my sisters. Align my family with the right people. Lift up your voice. Kadabaya. Rapa palabra shalabaya. Etelelelema kaduatata. Rapa balua shalabaya. Selelelelelelelele kadabaya. Alabada bada brasha bada brasha. Hey, alalala bada 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 bashwada daya. Rada bada brasha lala brasha ba. Shalala la 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 la
The Bible said the first day he set his heart to pray, God gave the answer. Drew an angel, but a principality withheld the angel in the spirit for 21 days. Imagine your answer is coming and a demon is holding the answer in the spirit for 21 days. For yours possibly it's been two years. The answer was released. Two years. Nearly demons have held it. Two years. Demons from your village, from Bihika, are saying you are not breaking through. But today we are declaring. Now, the Bible says, Daniel, he was a major prophet praying. Number two, the one that was giving the answer was Angel Gabriel. But Angel Gabriel was intercepted by a principality. Can you imagine that? See, that is why sometimes some people take prayer for a joke and then you begin to wonder. A whole angel Gabriel was stopped by principality. A whole angel Gabriel was stopped. So that's why the other day when Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, he said, when you pray, pray and say, Father, deliver us from evil. This is Jesus, the Messiah himself, teaching his people to pray. Say, when you pray, say, Lord, deliver us from evil. Why? Because there is evil under the sun. You are lifting up your voice. Any power that shall interfere with your prophetic word, you command it to catch fire. You are declaring that no authority, neither human authority or spiritual authority, shall stop your prophetic word. See, because there are some prophecies, they are hindered by human vessels. They say, you, as long as we are here, you are never rising. They do everything in their capacity to suppress you. But we are lifting up our voice. Shout in the name of Jesus. Every human agent that will try to interfere with my prophetic word, I declare, catch fire, 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 catch fire. Every spiritual force that shall interfere with my prophetic word, we declare, catch fire. Now let me tell you one thing. Where are we right now? We are in Kesha, isn't it? Now what are you doing right now? We are praying, isn't it? Now by Monday, some of you will go to work. In your offices, you look nice and nice and good. In fact, Sunday night, we will be doing deliverance in this house. By Monday, you'll be at work with your makeup suit, everything. Nobody have an idea where you were Friday night. No one has an idea where you were Sunday night. In the same way you are here praying, somebody has visited Kitui. At night, a pot is on their head and they are chanting. At the same, you don't have an idea. By Monday, you people appear in the same office dressed in suit. You think, oh, they, they tell you they don't go to church. They don't believe in God. My friend, they believe in other things. You see them in gatherings. You don't know where they have been. Life is spiritual. Are you getting me? They do satanic consultations. Demonic things. If you, in the middle of the night, if you see what people do in the city, it will shock you. People are doing things, chanting and doing things. But you are lifting up your voice. Any, any human vessel, any agent that shall interfere with your word, we declare, let it catch fire. Catch fire. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on, 
are lifting up your voice that may Jehovah God activate that word that no one will stand in your spotlight say no one will stand in my spotlight shall we say nobody will stand in my spotlight shall we say no one will stand in my spotlight nobody will take that which belongs to you in the name of Jesus I decree and declare no one will stand in my spotlight in the name of Jesus I decree and declare every prophetic word every assignment of God concerning my life I declare it comes to pass it comes to pass it comes to pass there is a story about the old prophet and the young prophet that God called a young prophet and God wanted to use the young prophet and the young prophet went and did miracles and God used him greatly and the old prophet didn't like it so the old prophet tricked the young prophet and said to him that God has said something to him that he should eat and drink in his house but God had given an instruction to the old to the, to the young prophet not to eat and drink but when the guy ate and drank, guess what? He died. Why? Because God had told him not to eat and drink. He died so the old prophet stood in the spotlight. Killed the young prophet's prophetic ministry premature. Can I tell you something? The other day God was speaking to me. I was making a prayer for someone and God said to me, tell this one that these people, they love him. They love her not because they really love her. It's because of what they want. There are people around you, they do things for you, not because they love you. It's just because of what they want from you. Are you getting me? So they are around, they love you. They, they, as they show love and show concern. Not really, they are not really concerned about you. If not for what God is doing in your life, no, they would not care. Just because of what they want. I pray for you that anybody that will try to stand in your shine, to stand in your spotlight, use you to their advantage. Let their agenda backfire. Are you hearing me? Shout in the name of Jesus. Anybody around me that will stand in my star, that will stand in my spotlight, I decree and declare let your plans backfire in the name of Jesus I decree and declare oh Lord cover me preserve me protect me protect my destiny protect my assignment in the name of Jesus as I begin to pray father I declare no one shall stand in my spotlight what belongs to me shall come to me what belongs to me shall not end up with another as i begin to pray i decree and declare no one shall stand in my spotlight lift up your voice this is your last but one prayer
fulfilled the word of God concerning my life it, it shall come to pass the word of God concerning my family the word of God concerning my children the word of God concerning my brothers the word of God concerning my sisters it shall come to pass it shall come to pass the word of God concerning my life I decree and declare it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare in the evil pit that for me I declare the person that shall dig that pit I declare they fall into it they fall into it they fall into it they fall into it. They fall into it. In the evil trap set for me. Whoever, whoever, whoever shall set the trap, I declare they fall into that trap. In the name of Jesus, every evil arrow shot at me. I declare, I declare, but catch fire, catch fire, catch fire, catch fire, catch fire. I prophesy the Lord is aligning me to fulfill 
my prophetic destiny. I declare the nations of the world are coming to me. I decree and declare the nations of the world are coming to me. Favor from afar is located me. Is located me right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. I decree and declare my hands are empowered for wealth. I prosper financially. I prosper financially. The wisdom to create wealth. The wisdom to create wealth is coming to me. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. The anointed to have international favor is located me. International influence is my portion. I declare doors are opening. Doors are opening. Doors are opening for me. I declare every disease in my body. I declare from today it is healed. 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 Every jab. Every jab. Every virus. Every bacteria. Every infection. Every evil growth in my body. I declare you are healed. 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 In the name of Jesus. I decree and declare. Wherever I go, I see favor. Doors open to me by their own accord. Help comes to me in the name of Jesus. Now listen, we are going to sing the song. We are going to change the lyrics of the song. Is it until I see your face? We are going to do it until I see my word. Are you hearing me? Until you see your prophecy, you are not stopping. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. One go. Until I see my word, until I literally saw the face of God in scripture. So this thing until I see your face, until I open you cannot see his face. So, so, so that we are changing it, we are making it until I see my word. Yes, one go. Until you see your prophecy until you overflow, you are not stopping praying, you are not stopping worship. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let's go. One go. Until I see my word, until I Here you are the next CEO. We are not stopping. Ay, 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 ay. 
until we hear you have come here with the V8 we are not stopping until we hear you have a house in America we are not stopping until we see your wedding we are not stopping until we see that you are the next governor of oh my god of your county we are not stopping are you ready are you ready are you ready one more until I see my word
brother, there's a testimony of a lady um, who is a therapist in Canada. Was it played today? Maybe you didn't play today. Let me tell you her story. Now, I gave her a prophecy. She was in Finland. She was in Cumberland. God moved there to Finland. And then in Finland, I gave her another prophecy. I said, God is going to make you go to Canada. And in Canada, you will succeed. Now, from Finland to Canada is a long while. So she went to apply because of the prophecy. She went to apply for a visa to go to school. And then she was denied a visa. So when she refused, she was refused the visa. I said, No, 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 no. My prophet told me I will go to Canada. This is not the word of God. I don't want to know. I have to reapply again. She called me and said, Esther, you have to reapply because the word I heard God say is that you have to be in Canada. They have denied, refused you. Go again. She went. Guess what? She was granted the visa. No. Fast forward. She went to Canada. Started schooling. One issue after another. One issue after. Now she is a clinical therapist. She had no. She, before she graduated, she got a job. She sent a testimony to me. I think I sent it to them. I don't know. Possibly they, they didn't uh, play it. Now hear me. Now God has changed her life.